0: I think, you know, I was really disappointed about the not receiving a best picture recognition. I think that that was, oh yeah, I was very disappointed in that.
2: This is The Vault by Access Hollywood.
1: We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business.
2: The Vault opens now.
1: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Zuri Hall.
2: And I'm Scott Evans.
1: And this is The Vault by Access Hollywood. Today on the show, we are going to be breaking our normal format just a little bit, Scott. Breaking the Mm. format. We didn't talk about Breaking the format. What are we doing today? I know. I know. I just hit you with a curveball. Had to do it. Award season. We'll do that. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Yes. Mm. That's like our Super Bowl. You know, this really, what we're about to discuss is the Super Bowl of Hollywood.
2: Okay, so let me get my game face then. Mm-hmm, Hold on. Mm-hmm. I mean, my game voice. <laughs>
1: game voice, right. <laughs> Here we
2: in, go. A, in a world. Ooh. In a world
1: better hit him with the baritone yeah yeah Yeah. okay so then i need you to say the name of this award show because i feel like it'll be way more dramatic we are talking about one of the greatest hollywood traditions the one the only the
2: 93rd annual academy awards
1: the 93rd Academy Award ceremony, which is kind of amazing. Not much lasts that long, particularly in Hollywood. So for this tradition to be going for almost a century now says a lot about just how important this is to the people who are nominated, the people who win, the people who are celebrating achievement in acting and in scripted work, particularly. Um, I'm really excited about this one, mostly because it's going to be Zoom free. We have seen so many zoom in pajama party award shows for the last two months yeah i can't do another one
2: listen i'm gonna be honest with you there is nothing quite like the oscars red carpet i mean it is just like pandemonium and Mm fandomonium all at Mm -hmm. the same time there is a part of me that is absolutely missing that energy But I am also ready for award season this year So let's go ahead and wrap it on up. Because the sooner we get to that, the sooner these vaccinations come out, Mm -hmm. the sooner we can get back. I'm trying to get to a pool somewhere. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get, you know, with a margarita.
1: Scott got a whole pool, y'all. I mean, I'm not going to blow up his whole spot. But he got this baller pad. Yeah. With, a, with a private pool in the background. That's I what I relate. mean. I'm, you know, you what I'm, trying I'm trying to get, to get, get back, work. back to the pool. So i can get, to get back to work. my backyard. Okay, exactly. i Trying to get lit. I'm trying <laughs> to just get let into the house so I can take it. No you pool. got the gate code? Like, okay, all right. <laughs> well, in the meantime, the thing keeping Scott from his pool is the 93rd Academy Awards. Um, It's going to be intimate. Obviously, we're still um, on the tail end of a pandemic, but it will be Zoom free, which is interesting because this year it's going to be just the nominees the presenters and their guests those are the only people who are allowed the show will be held at union station in downtown los angeles and it's pretty cool because it's going down at the traditional home of the academy awards at the dolby theater in hollywood also so it's mm-hmm. being held in two different locations this time around which kind of feels similar to you know how we had tina fey and amy poehler coast hosting the globes coast to coast in new york and los angeles
2: yeah, it's a, I think it's a, it's a way to also try to make sure that as many bodies that can fit while also keeping it fresh and moving spaces and and that kind of thing. I will say, you know, last year I was able to take my mom to the Oscars and, you know, Cynthia Erivo, who is near and dear to both of us, all of us, mm-hmm. was nominated and performed that year. And so it was one of, traditionally, it's one of the like stuffiest because it's mm-hmm. the, it's like the, you know, it's the hello, I am, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's that kind of show. And so it started last year with Janelle Monae, like, like this is not going to be your typical <laughs> right. Oscars. You thought. And it wasn't, it <laughs> right. wasn't. Remember Elton right. John performed, like it yeah. was, it was yeah. uh, over the top, fun for especially for an Oscar ceremony so i'm hoping that they bring some big surprises this year we've all like you said have had to deal with this covid-19 pandemic and the delays and the the changes and the guidelines and the restrictions and so at one point we were all kind of thinking were the academy awards was awards season even going to happen and i right. think that with some of the success um and not necessarily in viewership but some of the success in pulling off some of these other award shows, because unfortunately the viewer hasn't really, there's not a year where habits are what you've always done. So viewing habits aren't what they've always been, Mm -hmm. right? So I wonder how they're going to address that part in their show. But today, um, how today's episode is gonna break down, Zuri and I are gonna be covering Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Actress, Best Actor, Best Director, Mm -hmm. and Best Picture. We've also got some interviews with this year's nominees uh, that you definitely, definitely do not want to miss. So, Zuri, what do you say we go ahead and jump into the first category? For Best Supporting Actress, the nominees are... Maria Bakalova, Borat, Subsequent Movie Film, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, Yeg Yun Yoon. Minari. Mm. I mean, this is a stacked. This is a stacked category. To be honest with you, I was surprised to see Borat. Were you? I was surprised to see Borat.
1: The only reason I'm not surprised is because Maria got so much acclaim, particularly around the Globes, for her performance in Borat. Okay. And so I, the one that I might be a little bit more surprised to see is Glenn Close. Not because I don't (gasps) love Glenn Close. No, no shade. I'm excited for this. It was just that, and I really want to see Glenn take this Oscar, to be clear, okay. but when I was looking at a lot of critical reviews of the film, right, mm-hmm. it was it was kind of a room divided. People either loved it or hated it, weren't sure of the portrayal of, of that community and that story, yeah. or were all in. So that's less commentary on who I think will take this and, and more, more a reflection of just- what people
2: are talking about the, it. The,
1: the critical reviews that I saw, yeah.
2: What I'm gonna do you tell think? you Who this you we'll there was it? nothing like seeing mama
1: <laughs>
2: on the screen. Glenn close, she mm-hmm. will put on some prosthetics, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? She will rock a look yeah. for a movie. Oh, you want me to you want to make me a man? Come on. Yeah, let's Come go. On. We got I this. got a top hat. Let's go. <laughs> the you transformation
1: I mean? was amazing. Transformation really is
2: amazing. Olivia Coleman, though, I just mm. I kind of feel like she can't do. Anything wrong? Do you remember when she talked about peeing herself a little bit at her last Oscar acceptance? When she won speech?
1: for the favorite?
2: Yeah. Oh like God. she was like, yes. a. <laughs> <laughs> like she, I just feel like she is, she seems anyway, yeah. in all of the instances I've seen her off camera or out of a character, she seems like the chick you want to kind of hang out with.
1: Right, right. She's very down to earth, very unaffected, right, by her fame and also Mm -hmm. extremely talented, which is a dream combination because not only do you want these people to win, but when they do, you're so happy because it it felt almost when she won for the favorite, she so didn't expect that. Like she genuinely was like, wait, what? In the most endearing way, because her performance was next level. So it wouldn't surprise me if Olivia took it um, either. But I don't know. Minari is just the talk of the town. So anybody attached to Minari this season just is coming for the gold.
2: I mean, just go ahead and get cash the checks.
1: Cash the checks.
2: Just cash the checks.
1: Cash the checks. It's a stack category for sure. We'll see who ends up taking it. But up next, we've got the best supporting actor category. This is the one where I'm just way more torn. I I don't know. I almost Mm. can't, you know, Mm. commit to one person because Mm. it's, it's a little bit like Sophie's choice for me. Yeah. Amazing actors nominated this year. We have Sasha Baron Cohen for the trial of the Chicago seven, not Borat, not Borat, which is great to see. Honestly, honestly, exactly. I love that for him. I really love that for him. Daniel Kaluuya, who just absolutely, killed as Mm -hmm. uh, Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami Mm -hmm. as one of my favorite musical artists of all time, Sam Cooke, Mm -hmm. Paul Rassi in The Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield also in Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, This one, Scott, I don't know. I don't (sighs) know, I
2: don't know.
1: (laughs) My uh, my immediate, oh my God, please. One, two, three, go. Daniel and Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. It was an amazing transformation. His performance was so moving, so passionate, so riveting. Mm -hmm. When you, um, hear clips of fred hampton and particularly um when you speak to as i spoke to fred hampton's son um, Mm -hmm. about the film and you realize just how much kaluya stepped into this man's Mm -hmm. world and his shoes and just really brought this man back to life it was just uncanny And and so for that reason, it was certainly one of my favorite performances. It's hard to pick between him and Lakeith sharing the screen in such an important story. Mm -hmm. And then I just love Leslie Odom Jr., period. I just, oh, God, I love him.
2: Just going to say, it's it's Leslie for me. Yeah. The the only reason is because to, to be a singer... Right. Mm To be an actor who sings, who's known for his voice, to be able to adapt your voice in a way that you take on someone else's tone while also still performing in a way that is so you. Right. Mm -hmm. The tear. I mean, if you've seen One Night in Miami, you know, he sings. um, Mm -hmm. I was born by the river. Mm -mm -mm.
1: In a little.
2: Come on. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a, you see him and they, it's one take with a slow push. Mm -hmm. And at the right time, it's like this little tear just falls down his, down his eye. And he told me that was one of the first things they shot. Mm -hmm. Um, It was one of the first things that really helped set the tone for what they would go on to create in the dialogue for the movie. And it took him there and that they used one of the earlier takes of, the the performance and so the one night in miami to me was just one of those movies that, again like you said with B- judas and the black messiah we it's a necessary story it was one uh, also the the trial of the chicago seven um you know i mean it's it,
1: stacked right all right, necessary it, stories but yeah. I, I agree with you leslie's performance in one night in miami was absolutely amazing um i remember him saying that he hesitated he didn't even want to touch the role, he was like, absolutely not. I think when someone else he, can do this. Right, exactly, somebody, anybody, literally anybody <laughs> but me. And out of such beautiful deference to, to the artist, right? Um, and to be a singer in your own right, and, and the judgment mm-hmm. that comes, going, uh-uh, that ain't how he sounded. Uh-uh, that ain't how he moves. <laughs> like, you are signing yourself up for so yeah. much scrutiny. So for him to be able to execute that performance in a way that was believable and real and felt um, like truth instead of impersonation, for right, lack of a better phrase that's yep. not easily done. Um, we actually got a chance to speak with nominee Leslie Odom Jr. about that nomination for his role as Sam Cook in One Night in Miami and what it meant to be sharing that moment with his team and with his support system. Listen to this.
3: No, I have not processed yet, um, I'm processing with every hour that I'm awake and every person that I talk to. So thank you for your help. For your, this is, we're really, this, we're, I'm not dreaming, right? We're really talking and this is.
1: This is really happening. <laughs> all
3: right, so yeah, I'm processing moment by moment.
1: Um. So like, where were you when the nominations happened? Who called you? Walk me through this morning.
3: Nobody does this thing alone. You know, all of us, you know, I've learned all, Anybody you see having a morning like this, it is thanks to the very hard work of little teams of people, little pods of people. We, we're all used to pods now, right? But it's my, you know, your agent and your manager, your publicist, these people that signed on to, to be a part of you. To be, you know, to help you become all that you wanted to be as as a little boy, a little girl, somewhere, you know, they sign on to be a part of that long before anybody else does. And so, I heard from that team. I heard from my team this morning. They called me. Um, I, I was not up watching the nominations, but I got I got
2: their call. Their very excited call. Let me tell you about a call. Shout out
0: to his, you pie. know, like
2: right? <laughs> they did. That's that. the kind of phone call. I look. Thinking about answering the phone gives me anxiety for some reason. As it should. (laughs) As it should. But also, I feel like I would have been watching.
1: No, I feel him. I would rather you call me with some good news than I put myself through the torturous dread of listening to every single syllable leading up to my category just to potentially not be nominated. It feels more like a twist of the knife for things that are so big and so important, it's almost like I need to, to not let them be bigger than they need to be. Tell me if I'm nominated, otherwise I'm gonna be sleep. I
2: don't know, cause I need to know when it's over. If I'm waiting, for, cause otherwise I'm just looking at my phone <laughs> <laughs> for the next seven hours, like ain't nobody gonna call. Yeah. And then when the yeah. Postmate man call, you know, uh, we got yeah, your food. You? Hello, is this the Oscars? Is this, oh, is
1: this no? the Oscars, the Academy? Okay.
2: Yeah, no okay got it <laughs> just, just my double cheeseburger okay
4: <laughs> that'll do <Okay>. that
2: <laughs> I, I suppose i suppose hold the sauce okay Good. so let's go then to the best actress category shall we
1: oh oh wait no i i love that you're so excited i can't what? wait to talk about the best actress. no no category. no 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 but first, gonna... no we got to go to an average but we don't we gotta go just super ah. fast it'll be so fast you guys super fast see you in a second mm. Okay, see how fast that was? Was it fast? Yes, In and Out. Boom. We're back. Let's we're go. We're back.
2: Where were we? <laughs> Best, Best actress. actress. <laughs> okay. All I have to say mm-hmm. is this category is going to for sure cause a panic attack for me, mm-hmm. Oscar Sunday, between Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bot, Andra Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday, for Vanessa Kirby pieces of a woman um Frances McDormand I didn't even like Nomadland <laughs> and I'm still rooting for her in this movie Carrie Mulligan and Promising a Woman also like mm-hmm. it was Promising A Woman first of all uh was one of those movies as a a guy watching the movie you're just like oh we gotta do better, so much better. <laughs> like yes. and I'm not, I'm not I, I know that may sound like I'm kidding but I'm not like I'm we have to mm-hmm. there shouldn't be whole movies and it's right. certainly not the first and I'm sure it won't be the last Home movies centered around the ego and the danger, really, that men put women in on a daily basis, or at least yeah. the consideration for that danger that women have to live with yeah. on a daily basis. But this yeah. category is like, I'm sweating mm-hmm. right now. Did you Have you seen what of yeah. these movies?
1: Ooh, it's hard, man. It's hard because I've seen these movies. I love them all. I love these women, period. Mm-hmm. I have to say... Okay, so I'm torn. The The first thing I will say, one person whose performance I really did love, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman, particularly the the scene in which she is giving birth. I think she said she actually, a woman who was giving birth, let her in to watch that process, be in the birthing room with her while she was taking notes, Um, intonations, physicality, just the, the pure force that the, the, the female body um, exerts in such a beautiful, painful, and sometimes in this case, tragic process, it was just really beautifully done. So I was like, good God, that's some acting that I just have. That's next level acting.
2: Can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Is there another, is there another profession on this planet that could make that kind of request of another person? I want (laughs) to be the kind of actor that's like, excuse me, ma'am, can I come in and watch you give birth? I'm preparing for a role. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. I'll sit in the talk, corner, I but touch. I want to take some notes, just, maybe a couple videos, <laughs> just, and just want to watch your beautiful yeah. delivery happen. If that's cool with you, is I'd that, love to sit in. Uh, it's COVID, sorry. We can only have one person, but it's either right. you or the father. I right. mean, you've had so other kids.
1: Here's the thing: he's going to be around, right? Yeah, you've got exactly. your whole life for that. I'm trying to get this out child. Exactly. <laughs> well, to well, she saucer. just might get it. She just might get it. Somebody said yes. she just might get it, even in the COVID times. They let her in with her little mask on. Um, she did an amazing job. Andra, I just mm-hmm. I love her spirit. I love her talent. It was such a joy to see her take the globe, and um, particularly the reason that I am excited about the opportunity for Andra to take this is as a you know relatively younger talent mm-hmm. and a black woman nominated in this category. Remember, Halle Berry was the first black woman to win Best Actress, and at this point that feels like eons ago, years and years mm-hmm. and years ago. And she's talked about how um, it's sad that she has been the the first and the last so far. And so I would love to see that moment happen right now, particularly when it is so deserved mm-hmm. via a, a woman who took the globe. And we've seen that, right? Very often, whoever you know takes the Golden Globe it's normally a pretty decent a reasonable indicator of their likelihood to take the Oscar not too mm-hmm. long after that. So if Andrew Ticket, that'd be awesome and it wouldn't surprise me. But then Viola and my Rainey's Come Black Bottom just put Come it on. down. Those are my top three. Those are my favorites. But I also just love Promising Young Woman as a film, as a story, and the way that they tackled a really important and difficult conversation with dark humor. I think that's mm-hmm. a really difficult balance to strike and they did it wonderfully, but it's, it's Andrew or Viola for me.
2: Okay. So first of all, I just want to say Francis McDormand is it her face or her and her voice, like mm-hmm. the way that she can deliver a glance. It's not mm-hmm. even a line. The way that she can deliver a glance is like, okay. Yep. Yeah. I saw, I saw the, she I so saw good. the realness. I saw the truth in that. Mm-hmm. Um, agri- again, I agree with you about Viola. I mean, you just, I am in constant Consistent awe of her, Mm -hmm. right? And the way that she's chosen projects um, since the very beginning of her career. Um, But there's something about Andra that I'm just like, you know, I was talking to her the other day and she said, I am, because I was like, you seem melancholy. You don't seem, I know that you're excited, but right now, what are you thinking about right now? And she was like, honestly, I just talked to Lee Daniels, the director, of course, of the movie. And I was saying to him, what do I do after this, right? Mm -hmm. Like the award ceremony or the award season is coming to an end, which means the ride of this film really is kind of coming to an end. The energy behind the movie is kind of coming to an end or at least a plateau. She's like, "What? I'm having a crisis of um, existence, right? Like no work, I'm worried that no work I do after this will be as significant or as impactful as this. And I was like, Mm damn Mm. what a place to like to realize one Mm -hmm. that this has really really made a kind of mark that is never going away Mm -hmm. and also as an artist a person who creates trying to figure out okay well what do I do next Mm -hmm. and she said that Lee told her I thought that with precious right and then he thought that with the butler you know and then he's like you just have to remain open to the fact that that energy that led you to this one is going to continue to lead you to other ones Mm -hmm. and that you can't get caught up in the what do I what do I it's actually just how do I remain open Right. it was such a cool conversation so I'm hoping that this beautiful journey for her as her first role yeah in homage to her
1: that's the thing y'all She was not even given us the acting moments yet. The fact that she stepped into this role with Mm -hmm. such conviction and authority and truth, and we've only known her, at least publicly, as this really amazing and talented singer, it says so much about her skill set and about her talent. And I love what you shared about her perspective. It's a little sad, right? A little bittersweet that it's such an exciting moment. This is where her head is. But what I take away from that is that is the mind and the heart of a true artist, right? It's not about, oh, it's lit right now. Oh, I'm, I'm up for this. I'm up for that. Because, right. you know, most of the artists that we speak to, they are excited by and honored mm-hmm. by these awards and these nominations, but it really is about the art for them. And so for her, creating the art is done, right? She's told the story. She stepped into this role. And it's it's almost unbelievable to hear that she's already mourning the potential loss in her head, right? Because we yeah. know this will come for her again, of the opportunity to create more art as significant as this. Like as that is true this. artistry to me, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, and so it's, it for me, it was also just like a testament to, to like if you're a person, you know, it's, I'm, I'm constantly looking for the moments like, okay, how do I apply this? Uh, moment this exchange this interview this interaction how can I apply that in my life how what is the what is the lesson in that right and it really is that like if you can just remain the kind of if you can remain the kind of optimistic that allows you to try other things Mm -hmm. you don't have a say in whether it's impactful necessarily. You don't have a say in whether it's significant necessarily. It's mm-hmm. As long as it is true to who you are and what you believe and and what you want to create, then it is significant. Yeah. And that sometimes that's all that really, really matters. Yeah. So it was really cool. I, you and I talked about this moment during the golden globes after her win, we lost it. I mean, we're on the zoom and the edge, we just talking and laughing and joking and, and whatever. And in Walks Hollywood royalty, Mm -hmm. Regina King, to crash (laughs) the interview. She said she was knocking on doors trying to figure out where she was in the hotel. You have to listen. It's too good to just let it go. I want to relive it one more time. Take a listen.
0: I'm so happy to see your face. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes! You oh, are so beautiful! You oh, my are God! So, you, oh, my God! Regina! This, this is so crazy! Oh, my God!
2: Regina and Andrea Day. Oh, my God, I love this.
1: Are you getting every picture? Oh, my God, this is so crazy. Regina,
2: wait, wait. Regina, tell me how proud Regina, tell me how proud listen, you listen, are.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, because they're going to get me. this just cost too much money. I'm not trying to get fined.
2: Listen, don't get fined. Listen, just just tell Regina, ask Regina to tell me how proud she is of you.
0: Wait, what are you saying, Scott? Hold on, say it one more tell, time. Ask
2: oh. Regina, ask Regina to tell me how proud she is of you.
0: Oh, that's how proud she is? Oh, yes. my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> look at this beautiful yeah. black woman. Look yeah. at these people here at these gloves. Oh, my God, look at in <laughs> 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 like, oh this hotel
2: so <laughs> were y'all just knocking y'all were just knocking we gonna find her we gonna find her here today
0: it was simply oh my beautiful oh my so listen cool.
2: listen do you know andrew do you know that you have made you have made history you have made history as only the second woman to ever win this golden globe it is it is you are standing not only on the you are i mean you are standing literally on the shoulders of those who come before you tell me how it feels
0: Uh And that's why this movie makes me so proud because that's all of these stories that have been suppressed and all of this, you know, stage and these places that we've, we've been, you know, not invited to, that we haven't been, you know, represented in and that we haven't, I, I, I you know, I, I because as she's standing here right now, but these, this woman, Regina, you know, all of these amazing actors and all these amazing artists and all these people that came before, that's blood. That's right. blood. You know what I mean? When that, I hear in that, the words in that song, blood at the root, that's blood at the root. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. and that's the strength. Yeah. And God is so amazing. And I, I just feel like, just the, I just wanna keep seeing this platform just keep expanding and keep yes. expanding where it's yes. not a conversation anymore. It's not like, oh, you know, okay, black folks are involved. No, it's just how it's supposed to be. How it's supposed, supposed to be. Everybody's supposed to be represented.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't feel the excitement,
0: <laughs> listen.
2: it was so cool. If you Then you got Regina King talking through the marriage,
0: right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. A God. Oh, so, I'm so We got what we needed
4: to know.
0: That, Do you that,
1: know? Exact. I love it. We love it. Uh, let's go ahead and keep it moving uh, with our predictions. In the next category, Best Acteur. There were so many awesome performances mm. this year, but these are the ones that ended up walking away with the nominations. We have Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, Chadwick Bozeman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh my gosh, I just, mm. I kind of just want to stop there and talk about his performance for the next hour um, right. but we also have anthony hopkins in the father gary oldman in mank and stephen young in minari so my personal favorite is Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I remember watching that performance and crying, crying, crying. Crying. And Mm -hmm. it was, there was one monologue in particular, as I was watching it, I had to snap out of it to text everyone I knew in that moment and say, if you have not turned on Netflix and watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, do it tonight. Watch this performance. It is so beautiful. It is so bittersweet when-
2: Can I guess? Can I guess which one it was? Yes. Was it the scene where Chadwick is having a conversation with his bandmates Mm -hmm. and he's challenging the love, the consideration of a just God?
1: Yep. That's exactly it. It, That is exactly it. And the the way that we are processing that, that performance now, right? Mm -hmm. Hits so differently and so much more deeply because in that performance, we know now mm-hmm. that Chadwick knew that, and not only knew but had been living with essentially terminal cancer at that mm-hmm. point. And I would assume, you know, um, very much coming to terms with what it meant to know that Mortality. his his human life, his his life here on earth, would be ending, and the commitment, the presence, the grace that it takes to be able to give a performance like that in the midst of the greatest struggle of your life. I just, I can't begin to imagine. I felt everything that he said and we would have felt it regardless, right? Mm -hmm. That's just how talented of an actor he was, but it added a layer of depth um, and honesty and pain And like, dare I say I peace a little bit? There were so many emotions watching it. And I couldn't help but grapple with what he was thinking as he prepared to, to perform that monologue, particularly with the context of what was happening in his real life. It was so well done.
2: To hear people who know him well describe him as the kind of person who believed the direct opposite of what Levy, his character, was talking about, right, that he believed in the special provision of a just God, that he believed that each and every one of us has a claim on our life, a grace that that goes before, after, and around us, right? Like, there, there are special considerations made for each and every one of us because we are children of God. Like, that's the kind of man that Chadwick Boseman was, right? And so to have to click into so believably this other conversation, this other kind of consideration for how could God love me if I had to go through this. I was talking to some of the cast members about that scene in particular, because I had to stop the movie at that point. And they all said that it was one of the performances. They didn't stop. They just kept going. They The, the director was like, I'm not going to interrupt this moment. I'm not going to give you another direction, um, you go where you're going and whatever is on the tape is on the tape. And that take is what they use in the film. And after it, I don't even believe the director said he yelled cut, it just stopped. Chadwick collapsed into tears and every single cast member collapsed into tears around him that they all huddled him. And it was just like this release and this prayer that happened on set um, and that it was a, an experience none of them would ever forget. And to know now what um, was perhaps unknown then by many of them or any of them was made even more intense and his performance made even more real. So mm-hmm. I love Riz Ahmed. There is just something in this Chadwick Bozeman performance. There's a special sauce on yeah. this one. And so, yeah. yeah, I think, and, and to be honest with you, I would love to see it again for his family. Mm-hmm. Um, you this know, is just the to, one that
1: I'm most confident about
2: who I mm-hmm. think will take it. I, yeah. I really do believe this will be both. <laughs> Zuri said you don't even need to say any other, any other names. <laughs> okay. So check out this, one of the, the castmates that I talked to um, was in, in fact, Viola Davis. Um, and so I want to share this moment and listen to her talk about her, Co-star, her friend, um, and all of the awards buzz around his performance. Of course, we hear all of this Oscar buzz around the film, around you, uh, and that to me is not a surprise. You are such a gift in this movie, but also your co-star Chadwick. Yeah, the Oscar buzz for him, and I and I would imagine that for you
4: that might be even more special. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. It is because it's deserved. That's why, and it's not because he has now transitioned and he's passed. That's not it. And I know that that's probably could be the narrative that's being portrayed out there. No, it's not, it's that's not it. What's it is he was a great artist, and he was a great artist who met a great role and he fulfilled it. And if you look at Levy, you've seen the movie. Levy is probably the greatest role for a young African-American actor ever in history of, of Black drama and Black plays. And it is very hard to give yourself over to a young man who has experienced that level of trauma, those long monologues, those long riffs, making you believe that he's a musician, all of those things. The challenges of that role was met by a great artist, and that's why he deserves any kind of awards con- consideration. Mm,
1: that part
2: from Ma Rainey herself, <laughs> you <laughs> know, yeah, that's She's it. She's
1: right. She's right about it. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, now let's move on to um, best director, and I'm I'm actually. I'ma just be honest, I'm upset about the category, but we are gonna talk about that in a second. So Mm -hmm. you have Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, you have Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, David Fincher for Mank, Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I'ma be honest with you, to me, one of the glaring um, omissions for what seems like no reason at all was Regina King. For one mm-hmm. night in Miami, I just we know that the Oscars don't it's not a requirement that they can only have this amount of um, uh, nominees or they can't have more than this. They can nominate whoever they want to nominate. So right, it just seemed to right. me to be a a missed uh, opportunity because I think that the movie deserved it, not just because yeah. I love Regina, but because I felt like the work merited the recognition. Um, I agree.
1: I agree. Do you think, and and also that was Regina's directorial debut in this way. Do you think sometimes, and I'm not, this is not my stance. I'm just wondering out loud. um, Does the Academy maybe get a little snobby a little bit? You haven't earned this yet-ish. Do you think sometimes like the fact that this is her first time directing to already have snagged the nomination feels a little bit too Generous? I don't know. This is truly I think a question. That, I I'm think they are anything.
2: that way, in particular with the director category. Mm-hmm. You know, we there. This is like uh, a history making year because there are two women in the category. This is the most women that have ever been in the category. So, yeah, yeah I definitely do believe there is some element of that, mm-hmm. for sure. But I, I also then look at the best actress category and andra day if right. her work merits the, the nomination, nomination yeah. um i think that it, as a first-time actress i think that regina's Regina merits take it too. yeah i mean it, at minimum the importance of the film and this year how timely its release was i just think i just think it was a it was a glaring omission and i was talking to her about it and i asked her because i was like is is it just me <laughs> like <laughs> if you if you're like I'm not really thinking about I'm not very worried about I'm, I'm you know we got three other nominations we're good I'll mm-hmm. let it go yeah. and she was like I'm gonna be honest I was a little
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing but <laughs> since you mentioned it
2: <laughs> I was a little I was a I'm little disappointed <laughs> and what she said it wasn't even about her as director it was about Best Picture. She mm. thought that the f- the film deserved and the fans of the film, even the critical acclaim merited a nomination for best picture. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a, is it, this is a, <laughs> I have not even <laughs> seen another round. I'll be honest. I still got to get to that one.
1: Thanks. <laughs> I agree with you though. Regina certainly should have gotten that nomination for her directorial right? <laughs> debut. I'm with you right? on that one.
2: Okay. Wait. Um, so we've actually got a clip. Take, take a listen to this. This <laughs> is actually my conversation with, Regina about that snub.
0: I think you know I was really disappointed about the not receiving a best picture uh, recognition. I think that that was um, oh yeah, I was very disappointed in that. Um, yeah, I was disappointed as as far as director, but more about best picture. Not the type of uh, disappointed that you uh, probably uh, the athlete may feel when they didn't win the championship and and, and it's emotional like that. Not like that disappointment, but um, disappointment because uh, I know how the audience really reacted to One Night in Miami and how... um, how many people have, have felt, have said and expressed how moved they are and how they move they continue to be and how they've gone back to watch the film again. And I feel like um, there are those moments it, that, that don't happen that often when it comes to the Academy where the, a film that's loved by the people and by the critics is celebrated. And this was one of those films that you know we were reviewed so well and um, but we were received by the by the people so well so that at the end of the day is 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 what you really want.
1: She handled that with a lot of grace. And I do think that was really um, significant, important to note. She's right. Because when you think about the reaction to the film mm-hmm. um, and just how positively it was received and also how creative um, what they were doing was and how much of a risk it was, right? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. This night didn't happen. Right. And these men are very real and very significant Um icons in history period, not just black history. And so to be like, what if they all got together that could go so right or so wrong. And the nuance and the talent that it takes to lead a team in executing and directing, um, that sort of vision to life in a way that translates as it did. Um, says a lot. And so for that not to be acknowledged via a nomination for her just is, is disappointing.
2: Absolutely. Where, where yeah. did you Okay, so y'all didn't see that, but y'all saw another round?
1: Stop. You gonna another I, round Again, listen,
2: Thomas, I love you. you. I think me. that you are great at the same time. I just feel like, okay. Okay. I'm right. Okay, Thomas. Not we saying don't you don't deserve it, Thomas. I'm weekend. not saying you don't, don't deserve right, it. Right. All I'm saying
1: Let is... Let Thomas that, be great. All I'm saying Let is Thomas be great. okay. My thing is just throw Regina into the category. Like you said, it's not like they had to cut off the nominations at a certain point. Let me say so an email. I want email. Thomas I to, to be it, nominated. To... I, just need Regina... I just need Regina nominated, too. Send you an email.
2: You just went Ohio.
1: What did I do? I'm going to Who... Regina.
2: I'm going oh. need Regina.
1: Side note, I didn't realize that's what we low said. I was like, did I used to sound like this? I I'm a to Regina. I was on the phone with somebody from Ohio the other day, and I was like, ma'am, <laughs> am I from the country? I started to reevaluate my the... whole life country shout out to the nominees though, who, who are being given their, their just due in this category for best director we'll see who takes it we'll see uh, closing out today's episode we have the big one obviously this is the one we're always waiting for right to close mm-hmm. the show uh, best picture this year there are eight incredible films nominated we have the father Judas and the Black Messiah Mank Minari Nomadland promising young woman sound of metal and the trial of the chicago seven who a lot of a lot of nominations that's a A lot of
2: nominations not enough nominations
1: (laughs) i am oh gosh wait and we lost him scott's gone y'all we're gonna have to snap down
2: No, my hands were sticky. I couldn't, you know. I just needed to rinse some water on the. They were like, I was like starting to sweat thinking about
1: it. It's probably because you're you're on edge, right? This is you're triggered. Best picture, (laughs) very triggered. Year after year, it's like, oh God, who's gonna take it? I'm gonna just say Minari. Yeah, Minari. I think it will be Minari.
2: Yep, it's got so much momentum right now. Mm -hmm. It's the one that everyone seems to be talking about. It also does tell the story of the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Right. That all of us can relate to. And I think, you know, as we're looking at a lot of the headlines around erasing hate and standing up for our Asian brothers and sisters, like it's mm-hmm. it also is kind of like a moment, like a stamp in time. Right. Yeah. absolutely. Um, and so I'm not surprised by by its momentum. In fact, I'm encouraged by its momentum. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm not gonna lie to you though, if they get up on that stage and it's one of those moonlight moments, you know, no we'll both God. get to share the stage for a little oh bit.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> when I tell, do you remember? Do I being remember on the carpet, right? Were you um at the governor's ball, right? The first governor's party ball. that everyone mm-hmm. stops at after they win, they're walking in with their Oscars. I was with my outlet at the time. I think you were there, right? With Access. Yeah. Yep. And us watching on the tiny little box and getting like, ready, wait. prepping our questions like, oh, okay, let's go. Uh, La La Land won. Okay, I'm thinking I'm asking so-and-so when they hit the carpet. And then- and I was wait, like, I'm La La Land. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but shout out to La La Land, though, because my boy, Mike Jackson, they held it down with that one. And it was awkward to see the whole- It was- moment had you know pivot then exit stage left. it was a
2: it was a um, hard pivot too it
1: was a hard just kidding i'm so sorry i'm you i am so sorry the envelope was uh, wrong
2: they, <laughs> nope this actually this actually goes to this oh goes god. to you moonlight oh my we were god. like this is and a terrible joke because i was, too, I was like y'all joke. would
1: find a way to just mess this with <laughs> i was so pissed. steve harvey I'm like oh my god Oh my God. It was, and
2: then they afraid. brought him back to try to fix it the next year. And they were like, we have got our glasses on. We are oh not going to mess it up. Jeez.
1: But Lord, it was have mercy. win to the end. So we'll just
2: bring again. everybody up on the stage this year. You might as well. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: Pageant the style. The winner
2: is The Father, Mank, Minari, <laughs> Nomad Land. No, just kidding. It's promising everybody
1: wins. Participation trophies for all. <laughs> all <right. laughs> Could you imagine it, if that was the Oscars?
2: I mean, If you're listening to this, if you're thinking you disagree with any of our uh, predictions, we want to hear from Mm y'all. So tweet us. Um, I want to know what y'all think.
1: Same, same, same.
2: So (laughs) listen, we just want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of The Vault by Access Hollywood. I'm Scott Evans. I'm Zuri Hall. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see Mm -hmm. you on the next one. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rutter, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share.